George Abriwa is a serial entrepreneur. He is an inventor, co-founder of DynaVap. He's a United States Naval veteran, worked on nuclear submarines. Welcome to the show, George. Thanks for having me, George. Yeah, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, more about your work, why you do what you do. Well, it took me, I'd say, probably about 20 years after uh, I kind of got through high school or so to figure out who I actually was and what was important to me. And once I kind of figured that out, well, it became a lot more simple and straightforward to decide what to do. And that is, person needs to ask himself, what actually matters? What's important to you? And if you can answer that question to any reasonable degree, the rest just tends to fall into place. Uh, I don't know if you know what I mean when I say that, but uh, for sure, there's there's this wonderful uh, feeling that happens when you just simply know that you're doing something that's within that range of things that you really care about. And when you're doing things that you care about, well, it's invigorating to begin with. And it carries along with it that wonderful sense of satisfaction and accomplishment that I think most of us are seeking. So how's that? I think that that's great. We're definitely reading from the same script. So as you are searching, I don't know what the term that, that you would use. How would you describe that journey from, I'm just doing stuff. I'm sort of wandering along. I'm, you know, checking boxes, trying to figure things out to when you actually figure out, okay, this is what matters. This is what I'm supposed to do. Okay. So it begins with discomfort, right? And, you know, a sensation that I would like to think most of us are familiar with. It's also a sensation that uh, many of us seek to avoid. And so, you know, where I'd like to go for just a minute is stop it. Okay. Uh, Discomfort is actually a wonderful sensation because it helps you understand, hmm, maybe, you know, those, those, uh, uh, maybe I should get the car a little bit off to the left because I'm going off course. Okay. Discomfort is a wonderful indicator that something is not right. Okay. Now, just trying to seek comfort, no, that's not what we're aiming for. We're trying to seek satisfaction. And satisfaction is not in line with comfort. Satisfaction is in line with ensuring that you're doing what you know you should be doing. And I know that sounds a little bit vague, but it's actually way more simple than it might seem to be. Because uh, if you just take a second think about, okay, what really is important to me and the people around me that empower me with the ability to basically be who I want to be and do the things that I want to do. And if anything that you're doing at that moment is not helping to assist or move them forward and their objectives, or is not helping to move you forward or your objectives, well, you probably should really think about why am I doing this? Well, and Why do you think people are just doing it? Well, as silly as it sounds, it's because it's the easy path. Okay. Oh, what do you mean by that? Being uncomfortable and not having any money is the easy path? Yes. That's exactly what I mean. Because you're choosing to 
just get by. You're choosing to just do whatever's necessary to get through this moment instead of taking a few minutes thinking, okay, if I want to break out of this cycle that I've been caught in for a year, two years, three years, 10 years, 20, 30 years, whatever it might be, it starts with a little bit of foresight, a little bit of planning. Okay, what is it that I care about? What is it that I'd rather be doing with my time? What is it that really actually matters to me? And identify just the things that you're doing in any given day and categorize them. Is this helping me be who I want to be? Or is it just helping me get by? Because if it's just helping you get by, well, then you're going to continue to just get by. And that discomfort of changing is apparently too great for people to seek that satisfaction that they ultimately desire, but not willing to go through? I wouldn't go so far as to say that. I would say that it's counterintuitive. And it's also something that, you know, it wasn't evident to me either until I had to navigate my way through a fair amount of my own discomfort and had to really find myself in a position where it's like, you know, this is not what I was looking for. This is not even close. I've been trying. Why isn't it working? Mm, okay. It's time for a reset. And I got to be really thankful here that, uh, you know, I've had some people in my life that whether they knew it or not, helped to teach me some of these lessons, as well as I've had a, some pretty wonderful support in order to go after doing some things that I think most people think to be pretty ridiculous. You know, forming the company that uh, I'm part of right now. I'm sure if I would have uh, put it together and proposed it in front of someone, they'd be like, yeah, that's not a very good idea. You shouldn't do that. In fact, I'm very confident that's the response I would have got from probably 90% of the people that I would have thrown it in front of. However, it was important to me because it was interesting. It, it seemed like it contained some interesting challenges and some problems that I would felt I was capable of solving. And so, therefore, all right, it's probably not going to be comfortable getting started. It's probably a risk that most people wouldn't take but it's going to invigorate me. So I did it. And that is what, what you're doing today with Dynavap. It is. And it also has contributed to the philosophy that I kind of subscribe to now. And that is, uh, again, using some words that might seem really vague, but they're vague on purpose. Because when I say the phrase important to you, okay, well, it's, it's really geared specifically at whoever is defined by the word you, because if it's important to someone else, well, then is it important to you? Because it might be if that someone else is important to you. But if it's important to someone else that's not important to you, then why are you doing it? And, you know, asking these simple questions uh, really helps us maybe kind of figure out what exactly is our path. And when we as a person get on our path, focusing on the things that 
are important to us as a person or to the people that help us be the person that we want to be, everything else just falls into place. Doesn't mean you're going to be comfortable all the time. No, 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 not at all. But it does mean that in exchange for some of your discomfort, you're going to find periods of comfort, but way more important than that, you're going to find some amazing experiences and finally get a hold of little bits of just downright awesome satisfaction. You know, those moments is, yep, got that. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. You know, when you figure it out. You mentioned having people around you that, tell me a little bit more about that. They saw something in you. They gave you the support you needed to, to make tough choices. Both. And, you know, it gets to probably one of the other most important lessons that I had to learn. Because uh, when I was younger, uh, figuring out problems, especially mechanical problems, it became really easy to me. You know, I, I can solve those sorts of things without much difficulty. And with that came, I'm going to say, a little bit of too much of the wrong kind of confidence that yeah, I can do this. I don't need anyone else's help. I can figure this out, which is not good. And it's not good at all, not because, no, you can't figure it out. You know, you might be really, really smart. You might be able to figure out a lot of things on your own. Okay. But if you really want to accomplish anything really satisfying or anything significant, you think you're going to do it by yourself? No, not even close. I mean, when we just, just for example, look at anyone else that you hold in high regard, doesn't matter who it is. And think, hmm, has this person become a person that you admire by not having anyone else help them with anything else? And if you think that that's the case, well, you may be beyond what you or I can assist with. You might want to seek some more professional help. Because <laughs> so you're wrong. A, yeah, <laughs> you're 100% wrong. You know, and, and so it was that conclusion that, hmm, if I'm going to find any significant satisfaction in my life, I'm going to be able to accomplish anything I care about of any significance. I need to make sure that I've got some of the right people around me. And they don't even have to agree with everything that I'm doing. They just have to be willing to participate on a level that helps me focus on the things that not only I like to do, but here's the other little bit of magic. Okay. There's a very small number of things that any one of us actually love to do, okay? And those things are probably some of the most important little bits about yourself that you need to know because it's when you're doing those things that you find satisfaction and it's those things specifically that are going to likely contribute to bringing the most value into your life. But the funny thing is it's going to happen indirectly, not directly. Because it's when you're doing the things that you love, it's likely going to be the things that you're the best at doing because you love doing them and therefore you want to do them and you try to do them more often. And the more often you do something, the better you become at doing it. So the key to this whole equation is find some good quality people that will support you and ideally are a little bit of a contrast from you hopefully love to do things that you don't love to do, which then empowers you with the ability to do the things that you do love to do, which therefore allows you 
to create the most value for yourself as well as the people around you that you can then support in exchange for them supporting you. Reciprocity. Pretty much. Isn't that simple? Well, sounds easy, does does really hard. Were, were, were the people that you eventually found, were they already in your life? Did you find them from outside of, how did that come to be? Well, one of them was, and you know, I'll have to, you know, be thankful for my wife for allowing me to pursue this silliness with actually pretty minimal questioning, or if it was, um, if I just wasn't hearing it because it's just one of those things that we tend to hear what we want to hear and we tend to see what we want to see for not blowing it up into something that became really, really terrible that I had to then relegate myself to doing something that, well, you know, what you really should be doing is if, uh, if you hear that statement, walk the other way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, probably, uh, because you know, going to take that advice from, you know, anyone with a grain of salt, because, uh, when someone starts a sentence with what you really should be doing or why don't you do this? Um, is this person in a, in a place that you desire to be, or are they a walking example of who you don't want to be? Uh, but anyway, back to people. Yeah. Wife, uh, supported me even when things got really, really uncomfortable when I was going after trying to put this company together and yeah, it looks like I'm going to have to work for a while and there's not going to be much money to work with at home. I don't think a lot of people would have tolerated that. It's like, no, you need to get a good paying job because we've got bills to pay instead of working with me and figuring, okay, how can we minimize the bills that we need to pay so we can actually survive? And, you know, thank you for allowing me to pursue something that I actually care about. So, after that, fascinating. Do you think that she did that because she knew you were going to be successful? She loved you just um, unconditionally, both faith. You know, it, it's a that's a difficult to answer question. Yeah, maybe it was a sense of adventure. Maybe it was just luck that, well, she was willing to just put up with it, hoping that things would get better. Uh, I don't know if I'm that convincing that, no, just give me some more time. But it didn't really come down to that. Uh, you know, I don't recall too many conversations like, you know, uh, you're not making any money. Bills are really stacking up. You need to stop doing what you're doing and go do something else. Now, the bills definitely were stacking up. Um, but I don't know. I just. I just had this motivation. I was doing something that I really cared about. And some way, somehow, I was just dedicated to finding a way to make it work. And you did. And it it, it seems so. And it it has not been easy, that's for sure. You know, that this adventure has been certainly fraught with some of the most difficult and challenging decisions I've ever had to make. Um, Which, you know, I'm looking at from the balanced perspective, right? If you want to have truly exhilarating experiences, that comes at a cost. And it's what I refer to as the cost of contrast. Okay. So when you're comfortable, 
how can you experience intense comfort when you're already comfortable? Hmm. Mm. Now, you're from Duluth. Go outside. And no, you can't come inside. It's cold. <laughs> no, you, you can't come inside. You got work to do. Okay. Stay out there. Get it done. My fingers are cold. Yep. Got work to do. Get it done. And you work outside. You're cold. You're really cold all day. When you come in to a building that's 55 degrees Fahrenheit, or we'll just for, for C, we're talking, you know, in the teens, it feels wonderful because you're really cold. And this is the importance of contrast. If you want to have that exhilarating feeling, just, just over the top exhilaration, the only way that's possible is if you understand and have the comparative of under the top discomfort, right? It's just, you, without contrast, we just don't know, we don't understand. And, you know, even think about, you know, whether we're talking about sound or talking about light, seeing, right? When everything's black, you can't see anything because there's no contrast. But when everything's white, you can't see anything either because there's no contrast. So how do you navigate? We need contrast in our lives. And when we avoid one type of contrast because it's uncomfortable, because we're seeking the other side of that contrast, that's comfort or exhilaration or happiness. Well, without sadness, what is happiness? So super valuable. I think and talk a lot about perspective and that's a nice, um, a different way to sort of have the same conversation that I like to think a lot about. Um, and, and, and you can't, if you don't have the one, if you're just immersed in one, then you can't appreciate the other. Um, so I think that that's like, that that's, 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 that's very wise. What is, what is, how do you contrast what you're doing with, with the greater market? Be it when you started where we are today? Well, <clears throat> How do I contrast it? Uh, I'll contrast with a few simple values, right? Now, when I started this adventure, I was seeking a solution to uh, a problem that I thought that other people might be sharing. Uh, and that is, uh, there's, there's a lot of people out there that smoke. And they smoke because they know that it does what they're looking for it to do. What they didn't know, and what I didn't really know and understand, is that there's all the turn. There's some really nice alternatives. Now there's more now than there used to be, but there's still a huge number of people out there that don't understand that. Hmm, I don't need to light something on fire and inhale the smoke in order to get what I'm looking for. I can simply bake instead of burn, and I can largely get the same outcome. Well, so when I started to pursue that, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe we could form a company, make a product that can solve that problem. And maybe we can do it in a very unconventional way and make a product that is very simple to use, doesn't need batteries, and possibly we can make it of such high quality materials that it could literally be exactly what most companies don't want to make. A product that doesn't break and doesn't wear out and lasts a person, not just their lifetime, but could be generational. Uh, because then you know, where the customer is going to come from. Because once you sell them a product, then now you've taken them out of the purchasing pool. 
yeah, so what? Let's do it anyway. Let's make the highest quality product we possibly can. And if we do a really good job with it, then those people will simply share that concept with other people that they know in their lives. And we can maybe make a company that's sustainable in a little bit of a non-traditional way. And your adventure has been going on for how long now? Uh, well, I actually formed the company in 2014, but didn't really start selling any product until a little pre-orders the end of 2015 and more or less officially in 2016. So we think about it from that perspective. We're just about to enter into our eighth year doing this kind of as a company open for business and selling. And it's been a pretty amazing adventure. Uh, you know, we now have some pretty sophisticated equipment. We've taken some additional uncomfortable routes and approaches to our, our market and our product. We do almost all of our own manufacturing right here in Wisconsin. Uh, very little of our product or our pieces or components are made outside of our shop. Uh, this has empowered us with the ability to refine our product, to improve it, to iterate it at a much, much faster pace than I think is typical. And that's also helped us progress uh, in, in some pretty satisfying ways. Well, I'm glad to hear that. So who is, who is your ideal user? Okay. So an ideal customer for us is a person that enjoys things along the lines of cannabis and or other herbs. Okay. It doesn't have to be cannabis okay? because our products actually work really well with just about any herb that a person might use for aromatherapy. Uh, including lavender, uh, just wide range, do some exploration, you'll find there's quite a few out there. Uh, if a person likes to smoke or use other products along those lines, you might find that ours is a very good alternative. Uh, we find that most of our customers uh, transitioned to a product like ours had been people that would smoke in the past and were just not satisfied with a lot of the electronic devices on the market because they just weren't able to provide that satisfying experience or to emulate some of the mannerisms or the rituals, which is a whole nother conversation, maybe for another time. But uh, our product was designed from the ground up to emulate the ritual of smoking without the smoke. And you do that through baking instead of burning, which is, which is very uh, wonderfully descriptive and, and helpful. To, well, you know, I think so because uh, you know, the analogy I really like here is uh, hey, would you like some fresh baked cookies? Most yes. people. Okay. Well, would you like some fresh burned cookies? No. No. Okay. Then why are you burning your favorite flour when all you really need to do is bake it to your preference? Mm. And what you'll find is that when you put it in one of our devices, you can bake it to perfection. And all of a sudden, you're enjoying fresh baked cookies whenever you like, and you don't have to eat the burnt ones anymore. I love it. I think that that is incredible right there. Well, George, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? Where can they learn more about freshly baked cookies, not burned ones? Right. So our website is dynavap.com. That's D-Y-N-A-V-A-P.com. We also have the various social medias, uh, again, searching up Dynavap. A whole lot more to learn there. 
uh, quite a few people uh, that like to review our products. They're simple. Uh, they don't look like what you might think that they do. Uh, they're very lightweight. Uh, you know, small one right here, one we just released, actually mostly made from wood. The whole product weighs 10 grams. Uh, so it's very, very light and very simple to use. I love it. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show George your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to dynavap.com. It's D-Y-N-A-V-A-P.com and check out everything that George, well, check out the products that we've been talking about today, but certainly the philosophy that has gone into um, what George has been doing and his entrepreneurial adventure. And I can certainly attest to the quality and the craftsmanship and just how how good looking the products are. So thanks again, George. Thank you so much. Until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.